When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1695, Your Relationship with Failure, by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. And I'm Justin Mollick, your very own personal narrator today and every day, where I simply read to you from amazing blogs or articles. It's not a typical podcast, no interviews, and this is short, almost always fewer than 10 minutes. So with that, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Your Relationship with Failure by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. Here's some quotes from J.K. Rowling about the fear of failure. Quote, part of the reason there were seven years between having the idea for Philosopher's Stone and getting it published was that I kept putting the manuscript away for months at a time, convinced it was rubbish. Quote, fear of failure is the saddest reason on earth not to do what you were meant to do. I finally found the courage to start submitting my first book to agents and publishers at a time when I felt a conspicuous failure. Only then did I decide that I was gonna try this one thing that I always suspected I could do, and if it didn't work out, well, I'd faced worse and survived. Quote, ultimately, wouldn't you rather be the person who actually finished the project you're dreaming about rather than the one who talks about always having wanted to? End quote. The notion that you might fail can really slow you down. But it's not the failure itself that's the problem. The problem is your relationship with failure. Consider the grand opening of Disneyland, which happened about 65 years ago on July 17, 1955. It was supposed to be a press preview day with limited attendance, and it was a spectacular failure. Here are some things that happened that day. Disney was expecting 11,000 guests because they sent out a limited number of invitations, but 28,000 people showed up. Someone sold thousands of counterfeit tickets. Another guy set up a ladder in the back of the park and charged people $5 to sneak in that way, and many did. The crowds trying to reach Disneyland caused a seven-mile backup on the Santa Ana freeway. People were stuck in their cars for so long that they had to relieve themselves on the side of the freeway. The temperature topped 100 degrees, 38 degrees Celsius, hot enough to melt the fresh asphalt on Main Street into a sticky tar that ensnared women's high-heeled shoes. Some paint in the park wasn't quite dry and some people were getting paint on their clothes. Due to the huge crowds, the park's snack stands and restaurants ran out of food at lunchtime. Due to a plumber's strike, the park wasn't able to install enough drinking fountains before opening, so people weren't finding enough access to water. Many accused Disney of doing this deliberately to gouge them for the expensive sodas. Due to the heat in the crowds, most of the rides broke down at least once, causing more frustrations. The Mark Twain riverboat was so overloaded with guests that it ran low in the water and water from the river was sloshing up onto the deck. 
and the park was full of press who canned the experience, which was referred to as Black Sunday. Some press predicted the park wouldn't survive. Things didn't immediately improve. Disneyland had more problems in the weeks after the opening, including people smashing up most of the cars on the Utopia ride by driving them too aggressively. But these many failures didn't matter that much. Disneyland still did a lot of things right. They eventually fixed the problems, which was like a game of whack-a-mole since new problems kept arising. Disneyland was always going to be a work in progress. Our lives are like this too. Just because you have a spectacular failure doesn't mean the game is over. You take your licks and get right back to working on your goals. Acknowledge and fix problems one by one. Keep learning and adapting. Imagine being Walt Disney on Disneyland's grand opening day. Tons of press are there. The park bears your name. It's been a 20-year journey to evolve your vision for a theme park into a reality. You struggled endlessly just to get the financing in place, and then there were even more struggles to get the place designed and built. So many people have doubted you, including your brother and business partner, Roy. You've been preparing for and anticipating this glorious day for a long time. And then some asshole screws up your plans by making thousands of counterfeit tickets, and your people can't tell the real tickets from the fake ones. Your plans for a wonderful opening start falling apart right before your eyes and all the attention in the cameras are on you. Not to mention all the investors who want to know whether investing in your vision was a good idea. And what do you do? You shrug it off and get right back to work the next day. Failures happen. This is part of life. While other people may make a huge deal out of it, is it really that big of a deal? So what if you have a spectacularly bad failure? That isn't the end, it's just a learning experience, so learn from it. Life continues the next day. People may criticize you. You may be embarrassed. Accept the consequences and then get right back to it and re-engage. You need to retreat and slink away in shame. Be proud that you failed. So many people are too cowardly to even try working on something meaningful. They talk themselves out of pursuing bold ideas before they begin. They treat the prospect of failure as a reason to quit before they start. Many of Disney's ideas, including some rides they tried, had to be scrapped and replaced. Each ride was a big project unto itself, so some of those failures ended in the death of a project. But the death of a project doesn't have to kill the big picture vision. Take this idea to heart. You can fail a lot with your projects, but your big picture goal can remain intact and achievable. Some ideas and projects along the way will be dead ends, and you'll have to let them go so you'll need different projects and ideas to help you reach your goal. Don't equate the failure of your projects with the death of your long-term goal. Don't pursue your goals as if you know you can't fail. Of course you can fail, but don't make such a big deal out of failure. It will happen. You'll rack up plenty of failures if you do anything interesting in life. Let each failure be a badge of honor. It means you're making a good effort. A good failure is a powerful learning experience. You just listened to the post titled Your Relationship with Failure by Steve Pavlina of stevepavlina.com. This has been the story of the podcasts I've worked on. We started with this show, Optimal Living Daily. That's been relatively the same over time. Then added finance and health, then Optimal Startup Daily, which I originally hosted with my business partner, Lee, but we stopped hosting it and we rebranded from startup to business. So you could say Optimal Startup Daily was sort of a failure and then stopped releasing new episodes on Optimal Business Daily too, so that's a failure, but planning to bring it back soon, so stay subscribed if you are, or feel free to subscribe now to get new episodes coming shortly. 
Also tried different formats like interview shows and stopped working on those. This whole thing has been a constant work in progress of both successes and failures. And that's true for all businesses or life in general. You can't let the fear of failure get in the way. There's always a learning experience anyway, as Steve said. Something to keep in mind today. So thank you for listening on the weekends and sticking around until the end. Have a great first of the month and weekend if you're listening in real time. And I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.